The audio guide to the galaxy is recorded in the SciTech Planetarium on Wajak Noongar land. Hello and welcome to a new season of the audio guide to the galaxy, where we take you on a journey through the night sky as seen from Western Australia. My name is Leon and I'm your host for this season, where we're doing things a little bit differently. If you've listened to our previous recordings of the Audio Guide to the Galaxy, you might notice that things are a little bit different. In each episode, we will be inviting a guest expert to join me for a casual chat about all the incredible things happening in the night sky. Of course, this being an Audio Guide to the Galaxy podcast, we will also be acting as your guides so that you too can look up and observe the sky wherever you are. So I strongly encourage you to take this outside and look up at the sky while you're listening. Make sure you've got a jacket and some insect repellent if it's uh, cold outside and bugs are flying around. And to help explain everything that's happening this month, today with me here now I have Rob, one of SciTech's very talented and very knowledgeable planetarium presenters. G'day Rob, thanks for being here. No problem, Leon. Now Rob, uh, if I'm an interested observer out looking at the sky, can you tell me what sort of planets might a casual observer be able to see in the night sky this month in December? Well, in this month in December, there are three planets that are visible in our sky. There is Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars. Now, Mars is lowish down on the eastern horizon. Jupiter is more towards the north, and Saturn over towards the west. Mars, at this particular time, is really good for viewing, especially with a telescope. Now, you'll be able to see it for quite a while, and Mars has variable weather so its appearance can actually change daily. Sometimes the surface features can be seen, but at other times there might be dust storms which make everything look like a blank surface. So if you want to go out every night, you might be able to see subtle changes every time you see Mars. Oh really? That's cool. And uh, what time of night should we be looking at Mars? So Mars will be visible just after sunset, and as it continues through the evening, it will get higher in the sky, so you'll be able to see it more clearly. Fantastic, so it's all about Mars this month. It is. Um, and what about constellations? Are there any interesting constellations in the sky? Oh, there are lots of constellations in the sky at this time of the year. Uh, again, more over towards the east, but a couple of the more prominent ones, there is Orion the Hunter and his faithful companion, his hunting dog called Canis Major, or the Greater Dog. And in Canis Major is one of the brightest stars in our southern sky. It is the star Sirius, or the Dog Star. Fantastic. Is there also Betelgeuse in Orion? Is that right? There's Betelgeuse in Orion and there is also one called Rigel. So Betelgeuse is a, a red giant star, so it will actually look quite red. And Rigel is more of a blue star, so you'll actually see the difference in the colours. Fantastic. Okay, so Orion and Canis Major are the constellations to look for. They're in the east as well, is They're that They're in right? the east, yes. Okay, so I should be able to see Mars and Orion and Canis Major all lined up across the sky. And they'll actually be fairly close together, yes, so you won't have to look too far apart. Fantastic. Is the star Sirius related to Sirius Black from Harry Potter? Oh, it could be. <laughs> In fact, there are a number of um, stars that were used as names for some of the characters. There's also Bellatrix and uh, a few other ones as well, but yes, the star Sirius was used for Sirius Black. Ah, oh, fantastic. Now, are there any other special astronomical things happening in December? Well, 
On the evening of December the 14th, leading into the morning of the 15th, we have the annual Geminids meteor shower. But you do have to be up late to see them. So around about midnight or a little bit after, if you're looking towards the northeast, you should be able to see quite a few of the Geminid meteors. Fantastic. What date was that, sorry? That's the 14th of December, mm -hmm. evening of the 14th into early morning of the 15th. Okay, we heard it here. Evening of the 14th into the 15th. I'll be up late, about midnight. You're around about midnight. Okay, and uh, how many meteors should one expect to see? Well, depending on uh, the weather and whereabouts we are, you might see dozens over an hour or so, sometimes even up to hundreds. Wow. So it can be pretty spectacular. Fantastic. And Rob, what exactly are meteors? So it's not something that crashes into the ground. Meteors are much smaller pieces of rock and, and sand, and they actually burn up in the atmosphere, um, which is why we can see them so clearly. Oh, so it's actually when, when these tiny pieces of dust hit the atmosphere. Hit, hit the atmosphere. Um, the, the friction causes them to heat up a lot, and they, uh, they glow as they come down through the atmosphere, so we can see them. Ah, so it's the, the atmosphere glowing atmosphere. around the meteor. Yeah. Um, and if it, if it hits the ground, is it still called a meteor? It's called a meteorite. Oh, okay. If it hits the ground... If it hits the ground, it's a meteorite. Interesting naming. So <laughs> names for the same thing. For the same thing. Right, so little bits of dust. That, are they just floating around in space, are they? All the time, yeah. It, space is not empty. Yeah, there are um, little bits of dust and sand, rock. Yep. And we move through um, some areas that are, have more of these in it. Uh, and the Geminids is, is one of those areas as we move through at this t time of the year. Oh, so there's basically a dust cloud in space that in the space. Earth is sweeping through. Sweeping through. And that's what causes the meteor shower. Yes, that's right. All right, so it's a bit like uh, bugs on the, the car windscreen <laughs> as you drive through and they splatter all over the windscreen. Is that essentially what we're getting, just with space? With space, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, there you go, you heard it here. Space dust splattering all over the windscreen. <laughs> there we go, I, I've learned something new. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Okay, so the Geminids meteor shower on the 14th. Is there anything else? Well, on December 22nd, we come to what is called the summer solstice. And that's the point in the Earth's orbit where the sun's apparent southerly motion appears to stop. And from that point on, it appears to move back up towards the north. It also coincides with the longest day in the southern hemisphere and the shortest day in the northern hemisphere. But that doesn't mean that it's an early sunrise and a later sunset. It's just that the duration between them is at its greatest at this particular time. Fantastic. So just to check my understanding, if we were to look at where the sun sets every day, we would see it against the horizon. It would right now appearing to be set further south further each day, south. but then from the 22nd of December onwards, the sun will appear to set further north further each day. North. That's exactly right, Leon. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow, good to know. Now I understand on the 25th of December, we're celebrating something very special. We are, we're celebrating the birthday of Sir Isaac Newton. And Sir Isaac Newton was a really incredible scientist. Just by using pen and paper, he was able to calculate the orbits of the planets and proved that they actually moved around the sun and where they would be at any particular time in the night sky. Oh wow, so that means when we're using the planetarium here at SciTech, which can predict and tell us where planets will be on a daily basis, deep down that must be using some of the same mathematics that Isaac Newton was using? Absolutely. Wow, so there you go. Every time you look up and use a computer to tell you where a planet will be, 
we can trace that back to Isaac Newton. To Isaac Newton, absolutely. No wonder we celebrate his birthday on the 25th of December. And so we should. Um, let's leave Earth behind for a minute. Are there, is there any other big news in the world of space? Yes, the InSight lander on Mars is coming to the end of its mission. It landed on Mars in 2018, and its two main objectives were to study Mars quakes and to measure the temperature beneath the surface of Mars itself. Now, unfortunately, the thermometer doesn't really work properly because unexpectedly, the surface material was a lot more compact than scientists had thought, so the drill wasn't able to drill down as far as they thought. It just basically bounced in place. There wasn't enough friction to grab the drill and pull it down. So that one didn't really work. However, the seismometer, that has worked extremely well, very successful. They've picked up over 700 Mars quakes. Now, Mars is a bit different to the Earth. It doesn't have tectonic plates. And so the Mars quake is caused by the crust rupturing as the planet slowly shrinks as it cools. But on top of that, they've also detected the impacts of asteroids on Mars. Oh, wow. So an asteroid has hit the planet and caused the ground to or shake. Caused the ground to shake, yes. And the, the lander can detect can, that. Can detect it. So it is sensitive enough. Yes, it can actually detect that. Wow, there we go. And so you said the, the thermometer didn't work. Was the intention to drill down into the planet? Is that to right? Drill down a fair distance into the surface and hopefully pick up some of the inner um, heat that was being produced by the planet itself. Ah, but uh, so that one was unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. But, uh, but the seismometer was. And, uh, and what did the seismic data reveal about Mars? That it has a, um, a molten core like the Earth. Oh, there you go. Hmm. But it is slowly cooling, so... Ah, maybe billions of years from now it might be solid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so my understanding is, is that uh, the seismometer will detect a quake, but also it will detect the, qu the quake echoing off the core? Echoing off the core. Hmm. Wow, there we go. Um, and you mentioned the mission was coming to an end. Yes. Why is the mission coming to an end? Well, its uh, solar panels are being covered by dust, and that reduces its power levels. And unfortunately, there haven't been any weather events that would blow the dust off the solar panels to keep it working. So... Um, has that happened before? It has happened before. On some of the uh, Martian rovers, their solar panels had been covered with dust. But they were able to um, continue working because a weather event, some uh, strong wind had come through and cleaned the panels and uh, allowed them to re um, Energized, get, get getting some from Continued solar power, mission. continued their missions. Yeah, but uh, inside is not so lucky. It's not so lucky. And so, it will continue working. Uh, scientists will continue recovering data until it. Uh, they no longer receive two signals in consecutive requests, and they'll know that the mission has come to an end. Ah, uh, that it's no longer getting no enough longer. power to what? even uh, send a signal. signal. Wow. And when do we think that's going to happen, roughly? Well, roughly from any time between now to maybe early, early next year. Oh, wow. So very, very soon. And you said it landed in 2018? 2018. So it's been on the surface of Mars for four years. Four years. Solar powered, but now it's finally, its mission is coming to an end. Wow. For that insight, uh, we salute you. Thank you for your incredible work. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Audio Guide to the Galaxy. A big thank you to everyone who made it possible. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> You're welcome, Leon. And if you would like to know more about the stars and the planets and everything in between, you can head to the SciTech website at scitech.org.au and find us on all the socials, or better still, come and visit us at SciTech. 
we hope to see you again next month where we'll be talking about the January night sky. Until then, goodbye.